recording. Um, this is the first official episode of our new podcast project um, with me, <laughs> Kayla Tierney, and my friend Jennifer Young. Hello. Um, I guess I am doing a little intro myself just for this first episode. We thought we'd talk about our history together and our friendship and where we're at right now in life. So I'm going to start by asking Jen, um, how did we meet? How do we know each other? How did we meet? Oh, man, that's a good story. (laughs) Basically, I received a sweet little email, gosh, almost 10 years ago, right now, Um, from Kayla Coleman uh, back in the day, and she just was wanted to meet up. She lived in Slow, and she had come across my blog back in the day. I had a blog called IRU, and um, we happened to live in the same town. And I was always up for meeting fellow creatives back then. I was kind of in like an exploration season um, after moving up to San Luis Obispo. So yeah. We met up at Sally Lee's Cafe, uh, one of our favorite spots in San Luis Obispo, and kind of the rest was history. Yeah, (laughs) I um, found your blog because I had thought of that name as something, you know, I'm always thinking of new projects and names for those projects. And so it was very serendipitous that you actually lived in the same town in California that I lived in. Mm. And I saw your photography work through that website and thought you're really talented and just like loved it. And luckily when I emailed you and reached out, just like a cold email, you didn't think I was a total weirdo. And (laughs) we met up and then when you eventually moved to New York, um, we kept in touch with these emails where probably you were the one that started just like listing things that you were into in that moment. Um, yes. Very long emails. Yeah. Hopefully didn't scare you away. <laughs> well, likewise, because I'm 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 a um, chronic writer of long messages and emails. Um, but yeah, that's how we know each other. I, I did that visit out to New York and we went to museums and shops and everything. And we kind of had the same um, aesthetic taste and we both like discovering new products. We're really into design um, and we're both into wellness and you kind of lead the charge on that. You're like recommending sound baths to me and different uh, <laughs> supplements and things like that. That's kind of your more, more of your area, um, and I I call you my personal influencer because you're always you always have like some beautiful thing that you don't even think would be a beautiful thing. Like when I just saw you and you had a water bottle, I was like immediately like, where did you get that? Because I've been looking, <laughs> I've weirdly like, who does this? I've been looking for a beautiful water bottle, and you happen to have one already um, that I need. So. Yeah. Did you get it? I haven't gotten it yet. It's still it's still on my wish list. It's still bookmarked for me. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about things like that. I guess we wanted to start this podcast project to talk about yeah stuff like that stuff that um, we are trying out that we think is cool like these you know random 
designy um, products that we're finding for our own homes in our own lives. And at the same time, we're both going, well, we're both entering the world of motherhood. Um, I had my daughter in July and Jen, you are extremely pregnant right now. Yes. Do you November five or any day now? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I love again, just the serendipity of us doing that kind of at the same points in our lives. And I know that will be a big topic here as well. Yes. And I would say you are my go-to for fashion and style, things that like aren't my expertise, but I just like appreciate and adore your style and maybe pop culture a little bit. I'm like really into it, but I feel like you're more um, up to date. And in Yeah, we've bonded over a mutual crush on Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> That's our guy. Did you watch Dune last night? No, I haven't yet. But I mean, I will. Okay. <laughs> of course I will. Uh, all right. Well, Jen, okay. I want to ask you, um, you know, right now you have this very like refined minimal style, or at least that's how I think of it. Um, and I want to know if that's always been the case with you or if you like have a maximalist past that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. That's really nice of you to say, um, because I don't know if I see myself like that sometimes. I feel like I, I lean towards minimalism, but am not always the most minimal. But no, definitely, when I was a kid, um, one memory comes to mind. I My room was always super messy. Ask any of my like high school friends. I was kind of known for cleaning, cleaning my room. Um, <laughs> but a memory comes to like mind where, cleaning like dusting or like putting stuff away no like putting stuff away and rearranging stuff which not much has changed let's be honest I do that a lot yeah it's I funny. also used to just voluntarily like rearrange my room oh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> who does that I don't know but yeah okay I, I relate yeah, but I was maximalist to the max. I remember I had a visitor. Someone was coming to help my dad like fix something in the house and his son came and he walked by my room and was like his jaw dropped to the floor because there was no walking space on the carpet. <laughs> he literally was like, how do you live like this? Like he really couldn't even walk in my room. And that's kind of just an example of maybe... I don't know, maybe I, why I swung to the other way, <laughs> because I realized that when I got older, I don't know, I didn't function well in spaces like that with a lot of things around. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was definitely not minimalist as a kid. I don't know if any kids are really that's true. Minimalist. But I did I did like to arrange my room every once in a while, just like some random weekend and be like so excited for it and be like, all right, this is a fresh start. <laughs> like, I'm putting my bed on this wall. Um, arrange my stuffed animals, whatever. Um, my daughter is waking up from a nap. Can you hear that? Oh, no, I can't. Hi, Phoebe. Yeah. Sam should get it, but um, it, her. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I don't even know what you would call my style. Like growing up in the teenage years, like definitely it was 
I don't know, wanting to shop at Hot Topic. Um, I didn't think I was cool enough to like hang with that Hot Topic-y crowd, but I did. I shopped there um, with hopes that I would be kind of seen in that like rock and roll punk hardcore light. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't give up that vibe and I don't think I can really pull it off. (laughs) Um, And then like there was like people with more of the like surfer Roxy style. I thought those kids were cool too. Um, In high school I actually used to make some of my clothes like I made a book bag out of old jeans uh you would that's but, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the butt pockets were like where I used to put my pens and pencils like on the outside uh-huh. um and then I'd alter like I'd buy clothes from the mall but then alter them too to um you know make them like make a sweater into a cropped sweater or something like that I don't actually know how to sew, so my grandma used to help me with that stuff. Yeah, always been into making things my own. Like, you know, never had a textbook that I didn't cover with a paper bag and then draw on to customize it. Um, But it wasn't, it was definitely just like experimental. It wasn't, it was not the style that I have today. Mm. Um, I don't even know what you'd call the style I have today either, but... Yeah, I've definitely honed it in, and I find the style that I had then a little bit embarrassing. I love myself, I love my past selves, but also I'm a little embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's part of youth too, right? You're just like trying on different hats, so Mm -hmm, to speak. mm -hmm. Um, But I was curious if you had like, I don't know. Yeah, you were just like a total Roxy girl or something when you were growing up. That was, up. that was, I, if anything, that was what it would be. Yeah. But well, also, you grew up in so- Southern California too. Yeah, Southern California. I, like, Roxy shirts were definitely coveted, but I wasn't, like, allowed to get them. Mm. I mean, <laughs> the they day. were considered expensive. Like, yeah, I think for, it was like 20 bucks a shirt back then. Yeah. And my mom's uh, like, nope. <laughs> I know. I remember the sweatshirts being like 50 bucks or something and like being like, oh, like you can't just buy, I don't know. Yeah. It was like a, a special thing if you got a sweatshirt yeah. from a, from a name brand like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, now I think, I think of your style is like, like I was saying, refined, minimal, very, very nature inspired. Um, mm. And you know, yeah, you you kind of emit this like peaceful sense of well-being to me. At least for mm. my like scatterbrained ass, you like <laughs> seems so calm all the time. And um like yeah, I think your style reflects that with with the things that you wear. It's like a lot of colors like greens or just mm-hmm. um you know, like neutral colors, but everything is sort of has has a um, a natural tone to it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, and with the design, you like too. Like, yeah, it's all it's pretty minimal and simple, which mm-hmm. kind of kind of relates to um, a sense of peace. Yeah, I like that about you. I try to emulate that myself 
<laughs> That's funny because whenever I go into your house, I'm like, dang, how, like I feel like you're really good just with aesthetics in general. I've always been drawn to the way you do everything, like not just the dress, <laughs> but like the pieces you buy for your house or, you know, the things you kind of get secondhand and the way you put it together. You just have a really beautiful, like, I feel like it's very, yeah, refined and stylish and grown up. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's something I'm always working on, right? I'm still just like when I was a kid, like rearranging my house all the time or restyling a shelf and, mm-hmm. you know, always trying new things out. And I guess, yeah, I, I have kind of worked on that over the years in a way that, at least in my house now, I like how it's a small apartment, but everything fits um, pretty well, you know. And yeah, that has included like um, incorporating some hidden storage solutions. And mm-hmm. um, we do have a garage where that's that's a disaster. I think every my theory, every minimalist has a closet, a garage, a drawer, something where they have to <laughs> like release the chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, every, every well-organized home, I believe, has a chaotic mess hidden somewhere away. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what about now, like, you know, you're always, in my mind, finding these products that like I've never heard of these brands before. Like you were just telling me about um, this blender that you got. Um, how do you mm. find these things? Oh, it's a good blender. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's targeted Instagram ads. <laughs> they know my <laughs> yeah. taste. Um, yeah, because a lot of times I don't. No, you know what it is? If Not for the blender, but other things. If I like want something specific or I'm like, oh, it would you know, I need this for my home right now. I always go into like a really deep dive of like finding the most beautiful, whatever it is. It takes me a really long time and it's probably really annoying to like Josh, my partner. (laughs) I've literally Googled like beautiful blender or whatever, you know, whatever the object is. And I mean, I guess the results are mixed for that, but is that your strategy? You just will like Google yeah, beautiful Yeah, I think so. Blender. I think we we have that in common. Remember, like a couple of years ago, we'd talk about that would be our like favorite pastime in the morning, mm-hmm. like looking at <laughs> beautiful things, um, just on our phone, or like yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that. Yeah, because I, I think, think that things. I think like yeah, I love design, and it's not just beautiful things it's like really functional things as well like I always say practical and pretty yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah because it's I'm I'm uh, moved by aesthetics and beautiful things and I want the things I'm surrounded with to be beautiful as well if possible yeah I think it's it's holding things to a higher standard right of like not only does this look good but it functions well or not only is this functional but it's like not a total eyesore in my house mm-hmm. yeah and, and I don't know if that's unique to to you and I or if that's like our generation but you know it does give me like a little hit of pleasure to I don't know have like a well-designed soap bottle or something, mm-hmm. you know, just like an everyday object that you, that you might not put a lot of thought into, but when it's prettier, when it, it goes with the design or the aesthetics of the room that it's in, then it actually does give me a little, little 
spark of joy, as you might say. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, like, I I don't know. Do you, you, like, plan out, um, what am I saying? Like, plan out the the colors or the design or whatever of a room as a whole before you choose objects for it? Or is it just kind of a slow collecting and they all sort of end up going together? Yeah, I would say definitely slow collecting. But I mean, looking at my space now, uh, most everything is black, white, and silver, which has changed a little bit, I think. But I think being in New York for a few Uh years has really influenced like the black. Like I, I... I love a lot of black and then balancing it with um, like earth, like wood and white. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of boring. It's the traditional <laughs> minimalist palette, but um, yeah, I would say piece by piece. Mm-hmm. I kind of am a micro, micro visionary and uh, visionary, no micro, like I see things like in details and small things and then like it kind of fits in like a bigger picture thing, but yeah, how about you? Yeah, I think the same for me for the most part. When we moved in here, I did make a little Pinterest board of like directional um, pieces. But especially since I like to use um, vintage, antique, secondhand stuff in my houses, like it has to be a slow collection. Mm, yeah. Um, but I think having a few like anchor pieces or just like a color scheme in mind does help tie everything together and then when you find pieces you can see if it fits in a little bit more readily um Mm. so yeah I guess a mix of both but I too I mean my house just looking around now it's a lot of black and white and wood and (laughs) I like pops of orange I've always just liked orange stuff and think that orange and black is actually very chic together despite mm. it's Halloween um <laughs> so it's Halloween associations um I I think that it can be not just for Halloween and actually pretty cool so that's kind of the direction of my house right now mm. and of- um I hope to even you know well, we're, we are hoping to move to a bigger place soon now that we have the baby. And I hope to reuse a lot of these pieces and kind of stick with that color scheme. Just trying to choose something like semi-timeless, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can. A lot of your pieces are, um, I think. I think so. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um Speaking of Halloween, I'm I'm mm-hmm. hoping for a Halloween baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Like on Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Both Josh and I are like, okay, let's do this Halloween. Okay. All right. I like that. That's fun. I mean, you're pretty close, anyways. Yeah. What's today? The twenty third. What? Mm-hmm. Six days early. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, let's. Let's go into the pregnancy and motherhood part of this thing. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your pregnancy so far. Oof. Um, well, right now I am 38 weeks. And what has it been like? Honestly, I feel like third trimester has been like easier um, in some ways than first and second. First trimester, I was out sick as a dog. It was, it was pretty... 
challenging. Um, I was, yeah, in bed for I don't even know how long, but it was, uh, it was hard because it was the end of winter. And so it was like, I experienced this double whammy of like this intense, like sickness. And then also the end of winter blues kind of, and it's, it's definitely gotten progressively better from their second trimester. I think what was, I was talking to Josh recently and saying like, I think it was harder for me when my body first started growing. Like I, the change was like, felt so dramatic. I look back at some, some of the initial pictures I took and I'd be like, Oh, take a picture of my bump. And I did not look pregnant at all. <laughs> so funny. And so like third trimester, I don't know if I've maybe just plateaued, but even though it's like uncomfortable at times, I, I still feel like I'm like more used to feeling this, how, how my body is right now. And, um, I'm just trying to enjoy it, you know, while it lasts. I don't know, this might be our only child. We're not really sure yet, but I know this is like a gift you know, to be pregnant and it's a miracle. <laughs> I know at one point, um, when I was in my third trimester, like later pregnancy, I actually cried because I just like had this moment of like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to be ending this like little chapter in my life soon. Mm. And just like the finiteness of it, I guess. And I'm sure hormones were also a factor in me crying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, have you had any moments like that where you're just like, I don't know, mourning the end of your pregnancy? Um, I wouldn't say quite yet mourning. I think, yeah, I don't know. I haven't experienced that more just like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> it seems like the longest, but shortest past nine months, you know, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like that too. Like when I thought that I was starting to look pregnant, like looking back at those pictures now, I was like, Oh my God, I was so small. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't, you don't really look pregnant at all when you start feeling pregnant, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you still, I mean, you, you are glowing, you look beautiful. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know at the beginning, you weren't feeling that great, but it seems like overall you've managed to stay pretty healthy and balanced throughout the pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess I don't have too much to compare it to, but I feel pretty fortunate that I've felt really just generally well. Besides Anything in particular that's, that's been helping you through? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I talk about them so much. My comrade compression socks. They are seriously like the one thing that I'm like, these have helped me so much in pregnancy. I don't know if, I don't know if, you know, other people experience, maybe it's just my leg type, but I have always kind of felt this like, and I don't know how to describe it. Almost like it's not sore, but it's kind of like they just need like some support. And whenever I put the compression socks on, oof, it's like a hug. It's so amazing. Did you, Did you ever end up time? getting a pregnancy pillow? Yes. My friend bought me one and I love it as well. Yeah. That would be my number one um, product that, that helped me through pregnancy is that pillow. Yeah. It helped. It's so comfortable sleeping. I'm like, I could use this when I'm not pregnant. Yeah. I thought so too. But then now 
I don't have it out on the bed anymore just because I feel like our bed is so crowded with stuff. Mm. <laughs> and um, sometimes with another little human that I am having a, um, you know, just getting as much free space on the bed as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, maybe later in life I would get that pregnancy pillow back out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in the garage now. Yeah. Um, and how about now? Like, are you feeling, I don't know, like some people are just like, get this kid out of me. Like I'm so uncomfortable. It doesn't really seem like you feel like that. At least not no, yet. Oh yeah. I not, there are moments, but I definitely, yeah, I think I've just really been enjoying like this time with Josh and it's like slow and restful and I know things are going to change a lot and. So everyone's like, don't you want him to like come early? And I don't know. I'm like, no, I could use another week or two. <laughs> yeah. I was really excited to meet the baby, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like, get out of me now. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I thought, I don't know. I guess I was mentally prepared to have a pregnancy that was really uncomfortable. I thought I would hate like gaining weight and just growing. And I thought I would feel really uncomfortable in my body, but that's not, that wasn't my experience. I I was pleasantly Mm. surprised with how my pregnancy went. I know for some people it's really a struggle. And if I ever do it again, then, you know, fingers crossed that I'll have as good of an experience. But Ooh, yeah, you did. Like, I remember I would like ask you all these questions and I was really sick and you're like, I think I was sick for like one week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? I've been in bed for two months. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually, this next week is the anniversary of finding out we were pregnant. Um, and I do just remember just the excitement of that time. Like I had just taken the test and I didn't think I was pregnant because it had said negative. And so I was kind of bummed. Um, but then one day, well, after, all right, let me, (laughs) um, I was just feeling really bloated, just like really gross. Um, but I didn't think I was pregnant because I had just taken the pregnancy test and it said negative. And so it was a Sunday morning. We're like on our way to the farmer's market and I'm whining and bitching at Sam that I am feeling fat and I was like and it's not even for a good reason because I'm not pregnant so I'm I'm yelling at Sam I'm uh start crying and then I'm laughing because I know I'm being so stupid and when I told my doctor this lady later she was like yeah you should have known then that you were pregnant (laughs) yelling laughing and crying at the same time uh and so the I think that night I had a dream that I was pregnant and the next day I took another pregnancy test just because of my dream and that was positive positive. and uh I thought that if I got a positive test you know maybe I would like make a special dinner for Sam and like put a note in a special place or something and like surprise him but it turned out that I was just like Sam and then you know went over to the kitchen to tell him while he was making coffee and that was that. I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> I knew wow. I was pregnant. It's crazy because when, from when you told me, I feel like that was so recent. Like that doesn't feel like a long time ago. Now you have this like three month old or. I know it's, it is amazing that all of that, like the whole finding out the pregnancy and then having a baby in the, the fourth trimester, um, that's all one year. Like so much happens in one year. Yeah. It's, 
kind of mind blowing to think about it. You found out that you were pregnant. I know, I've never heard this story from you. Oh, really? I was not very surprised, honestly, because I, I am a, a pretty consistent with tracking my period. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm always on time. And so I was late and I was like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of knew. And I was hoping, I think, too. But um, I took a couple tests and I, I, I kept it to myself for a couple days because I don't know what I was, I don't remember. It kind of all seems like a blur, but I remember I was like waiting for something. Oh, I think I, I just wanted to confirm like that I didn't get my period mm-hmm. before telling Josh. And yeah, it wasn't anything like special or surprising. I think I just came down one morning and showed him the test and he was like, <laughs> what? And we were, we were, that was like the first month we had um, like really looked at the calendar and we were trying. And so it was like, we kind of knew like it could potentially be coming. You never know, you know, how long it may take you. Um, but it happened pretty quickly, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. It is a little, I don't know, to me at least it was a little scary to actually put your heart into trying cause you just never know what's going to happen. And Um, that's why I gave us like, I think, uh, a six month time period of like, okay, in this time, it would be cool if we got pregnant, but it did happen pretty soon after we started trying. So I went through one month of being disappointed, but, um, luckily not too, too long after that it happened. Mm. Yeah. And, and even I was surprised how disappointed I was that one month, you know, like you think like, Oh, I'm mentally prepared for maybe it won't work this time. Um, but then, yeah, it is, it it was really just like a bummer, um, to find out that you're not pregnant when you want to be. And it's so heartbreaking for the people that it does take a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, Now I, I definitely get that more than before. And I also find that just going through that experience when I, learn that a friend is pregnant now, I am even more excited for them. Like Mm. Sam was saying, when we found out a friend of ours is pregnant recently, um, it's just, you're, you're always happy for your friend, of course, but now like Mm -hmm. as a parent ourselves, we're like extra emotional, like happy Mm. when we learn that, that someone we love is expecting a kid. Yeah. It's on another level. Yeah, it is. It is on another level. You know, motherhood makes you soft and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost Uh, there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And for me, I mean, yeah, like I said, I had a pretty good pregnancy. Really can't complain. Better than I thought. Wasn't totally smooth sailing. Like we said, I got a little nauseous at the beginning. Um, But overall, I felt really like that feeling of, of like vibrancy and health and caring life. And Mm. I don't know, it was kind of all those things that I hoped, but didn't expect it to be. And I loved like feeling my daughter, like move around and kick Mm. and, and everything like that. Um, and then my 
birth experience, which I think we'll talk about later when, when we have both of our birth experiences to compare. Um, that was really good too. wasn't as I expected, but overall, I'm really happy with how it all went. Mm. And now my daughter is a little over three months old and it's flown by. <laughs> but overall, it's it's been good. Everyone asks how we're sleeping and I haven't slept a solid eight hours in a while, but um, still like you did before, right? Yeah, I've never been a good sleeper. (laughs) Nothing new. I mean, I I can't remember the last time I slept a solid eight hours. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, overall it is good. And we've gotten a lot of sweet messages and support from our family. Mm. Um, But yeah, but we'll talk about more of those things when we both can can talk about it. Um, let's see. I had one more topic. Um, oh, I just wanted to ask you how you're feeling about life right now. Um, if you have any goals or just anything that's been on your mind. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think my thing right now is just trying to be a little bit more grounded and present. I, this is, I've heard from others as well. And what I'm experiencing is it's kind of overwhelming. Like there's many things that I feel like I need to get done and I want to do. And, um, this baby, it's weird, like not knowing, you know, when I can go into labor. And so there's this weird, like anxiety I kind of feel and, um, yeah, overwhelm of like, okay, I don't know. Generally, I'd say I'm pretty scatterbrained. (laughs) And so this is like even more so. So I'm just trying to, um, I don't know, prioritize a little bit in in this last week or so. Figure out what really, truly needs to get done and what feels important to me. Um, But yeah, generally, I feel okay just with another kind of layer (laughs) of, of just, you know, a little bit anxious, waiting, anticipation, I say. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those days of just like, you feel like any day now, like, you know, the this little like bomb could go off in your life. Yeah. And you, could, you could be rushing over to the hospital. Um, Did you have any signs of labor? Um, I did lose my mucus plug. Mm. Um, that was my big sign, but besides like just, you know, having the Braxton Hicksy type contractions, that's, that's really the only one that, um, was like a clear sign of getting closer to labor. My water never mm. broke or anything like that. Okay. okay. And losing the mucus plug, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is the real shit that we'll talk about on this podcast, but you know, you are like, oh, is this it? Is this it? But then when it happens, it's like clear, like a fucking booger dropping out of your vagina. (laughs) Oh, that's that. That's what that is. Yeah. Note taken. Uh (laughs) I did. I was texting a friend too. like, how do you know that you're like when your water broke, because hers did, like, were you really sure it was it? Because I was having to pee so much that I was just like, is this pee or is this my water breaking? <laughs> but no, that it was never my water. I did, I was just peeing a lot um, mm-hmm. in those final days. 
Yep, I, f- I feel you. Yeah. How are How are you doing right now? Three months in. Yeah. Um, I would say that right now, in in my mind, I'm just trying to focus on slowing down more. Um, mm. Not worry about being productive. Um, and you know, I'm I'm really like a to do list checklist type person. That's normally how I would get through the day is just checking things off a list. And I've had to let that go a lot um, having a young baby, um, which has been, you know, kind of a good exercise for myself too. Like I'm when you have your baby, I'm really excited to talk about just how much this little person. Um, kind of like teaches you and reflects yourself back at you. Like mm. I've definitely had some inner child moments um, <laughs> that have been that have been caused by having this little child of mine in the world. Um, so I know that we're gonna like have some deep dives into that that kind of stuff. I do wonder if it's different since you're expecting a boy and I have a girl. Like sometimes I just look at her and I like think about my own childhood and my own relationship with myself so much, like her reflecting back at me um, as women, as, you know, children. But yeah, um, I think I heard that if you have a girl, it's because you need to like heal your inner child or something. And mm-hmm. if you have a boy, it's because you need to like, oh shit, I don't know. I forget what the boy one was. <laughs> I'll have to look into Find that. Find out but... because I'm curious now. <laughs> okay, I, I will look into that. But yeah, there's definitely been moments of um, just like thinking about myself as a child, what kind of mother I want to be to her, my relationship with my mom, um, all of that like is coming up. Yeah. And so I, I try to work through those things and slow down. And I'm also trying to, you know, while she's so little, I'm trying to keep her away from the screens. I don't think that'll last forever, but just while she's at least at this age, like not have my phone out, not have my computer out. Um, just focus on more of the simpler sensations that are, you know, maybe not even something I would normally think about, but are brand new to her. Like, mm. you know, going into her bath and just like how the water feels on her skin or just mm. these little toys she has, the noises they make, you know, to, to put herself or to put myself in that mindset of like wonder for these really simple things. Um mm in life and that's also been another good good um practice for myself as well as her Mm -hmm. yeah but that's that's life right now for me it's a beautiful thing (laughs) um and i think that's kind of that's it for all the things that i had in mind to talk about just for this first little intro episode um of who we are and where we are in life right now anything that you want to add jen no, I think I think that's great. Yeah, I feel like this is a a good intro into like a little bit about who we are mm-hmm. and, and maybe the things that are coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. What we'll be talking about and yeah. 
All right, cool. Well, with that, we will sign off. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Same. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye.